0: Chapter 10 of The Girl Scouts at Home. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit librivox.org. Recording by Sarah Shahira. The Girl Scouts at Home by Catherine Galt. Chapter 10. The very next day, Mrs. Hargrave was called into the country to see a sick cousin she telephoned minnie before she left and told her that she felt that things were going along as well as anyone could possibly expect and that she was delighted with rosanna and her little friend this message distressed minnie for she was just about to go see mrs hargrave minnie was not happy silly and foolish as it was she well knew that the proud old mrs horton would not be willing to accept as poor and simple a child as helen for rosanna's closest friend no matter how sweet and well-mannered she might be. Minnie, who knew real worth when she saw it, despised Mrs. Horton for her overbearing ideas, but what to do she didn't know. She feared a storm if she let things go until Mrs. Horton's return, yet she dreaded a separation for the children, when they might enjoy each other for two or three weeks longer. Rosanna was improving daily. Minnie was pleased and proud to see how she continued to do for herself and learn in every way to be independent. Her sewing was wonderful. She was working eagerly on a little dark blue dress like Helen's for herself, and with Minnie's help was even putting a little simple cross-stitching on the cuffs and yoke. Rosanna was prouder of that dress than of anything she had ever had in her beautiful crowded wardrobe. Minnie felt that she wanted to consult with someone and the most sensible person she knew was Mrs. Hargrave. But with Mrs. Hargrave away, all Minnie could see to do was to let things go along and trust to luck, as she put it. Minnie didn't like trusting to luck at all, and every time she saw the two children playing together so happily and busily, she shook her head and sighed. Rosanna, too, in a dim way, was feeling troubled, because she, too, knew her grandmother and remembered other times when she had been severely scolded for trying to make friends with children whose parents did not measure up to the standard set by mrs horton in fact for all the seeming happiness no one was wholly happy but helen helen had been taught by her wise young mother that the most important things in life are not to be measured as anything that money can buy according to mrs culver a little girl must be obedient and truthful and well-behaved and kind she must have a low and pleasant voice and and be able to sit in the presence of her elders without trying to enter the conversation unless asked to do so these things she had taught helen and her little girl had been a ready pupil mrs culver was justly proud of her rosanna was just a bit afraid And the fear caused her to go in a line that was not perfectly straightforward. She was sorry enough for it afterward, sorrier than she thought she could ever be. But that did not mend things in the least. Because she did not know just how to turn around and explain everything to her grandmother and still be sure of her happy time, to say nothing of protecting her dear helen from distress, when she answered her grandmother's letter, she wrote as follows dear grandmother i was glad to get your letter and i am glad uncle robert is home again give my love to him please i am glad you are having a good time and i hope you will stay away as long as you like i am having a very good time oh grandmother i am having a lovely time what do you think mrs hargrave had helen and me to luncheon with her and she likes helen as much as i do only she doesn't belong to the lee family and after luncheon, Mrs. Hargrave took us downtown with her, and before we came home, she bought each of us a gold notebook with a gold pencil and a gold change fastened to it. She bought herself one too, so we each have one just like a secret society. I am learning to cook and to sew. I am making myself a dress. It is very pretty. I shall make a good many of my dresses after this. It saves a good deal of money, Minnie says, and I can help the poor with it. We went out to Jacob's Park for a picnic, and five poor little children had lost their basket of supper. So I thought what you would do if you saw five little children who had lost their supper, and I asked them to have supper with us. That was enough on account of our taking Uncle Robert's hamper and Uncle Robert always liking to be generous. We have planned a great many things. if. They don't all get done before you come home, grandmother. Perhaps you will enjoy doing them too. I am learning a great deal about the Girl Scouts. I want to be one. Did you know our cook has a little lame boy at home? I was glad to find it out. It is one more person to be kind to. I have sent him all my set of puzzle pictures. Minnie is planning to get married. She has a trunk of things. When you come home, won't it be nice because we can go downtown and buy something for her? She will like something you have given her. She likes you very much, I am sure, because she always says, Well, all I can say is there's not many like your grandmother in this world. I think it is so nice to be like. I want to grow up to be like. I think being a Girl Scout will help. Helen says all sorts of girls belong, rich as well as poor and that it broadens you this is a long letter grandmother but i have a good deal to tell you so please have a good time grandmother and i am your loving little girl rosanna minnie sent a letter too it read mrs horton i wish to report that everything seems to be going smoothly mrs hargrave has taken a great liking to miss rosanna and her new friend miss helen and likes to have them with her miss rosanna practices and studies faithfully and her music teacher said she never had such a bright pupil i have taken a rest in the middle of each day the day you left she broke her bottle of tonic and i could not get more as you have the prescription but i do not think she needs it she has gained two pounds since you left us i give her hair a hundred strokes each night i think she wants to bob her hair It is so very long and heavy, but I tell her not for worlds, as you are so proud of it. We are keeping to the routine you ordered, except when Mrs. Hargrave has made some slight change, but of course I know that it's all all right, as you told me she she might wish to do so. Respectfully, Minnie. And Mrs. Hargrave wrote from the country a letter full of praise for both little girls and for Minnie. Mrs. Horton received all three letters the same day. She slipped them in her portfolio, thinking as she did so with a smile of Cousin Hendy's trunks full of letters. One thing troubled her a little. It seemed as though she could see in all the letters evidences that little Rosanna was undergoing some slight changes in her way of thinking and acting, and Mrs. Horton did not care to have Rosanna change in the least. She was perfectly satisfied the way she was. It had not occurred to mrs Horton to wonder if poor little motherless Rosanna was satisfied with her pampered lonely life. Mrs Horton had Rosanna's life all mapped out. However, she remembered the high stone wall and reflected that the child could see very little of the outside world if she was kept behind that. End of chapter ten